before you book that too-good-to-be-true travel bargain, take a few minutes to unpack it and see if it is as amazing as it really looks. Today's podcast is brought to you by my book, Planning the Ireland Vacation of Your Dreams, a step-by-step guide to planning your perfect vacation in Ireland. I begin at the beginning, when is the best time to visit, and guide you through every aspect of your trip, from flights and transportation to accommodations, attractions, food, and even how to save money. Planning the Ireland Vacation of Your Dreams is available in print, filled with colorful images or exclusively on Amazon Kindle in digital form. It is also available in the Kindle Unlimited library, so if you are a member of Kindle Unlimited, you can read it at no additional charge. Both books include access to an online resource with updated information, downloads, and even more tips. Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining me again here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. I don't know about you, but Ireland vacation deals are just flooding my inbox, along with vacation deals to every other place on the planet, it seems. The tips I'm offering today, while we're talking directly about Ireland, you can actually use them to unpack any vacation deal that comes into your inbox. So if you've got a vacation deal that's looking particularly enticing, um, there is a digital download in the show notes. I would encourage you to go and grab that because you can just save it and use it over and over and over again to decide if these vacation deals are really a great deal for you or if they're not quite as amazing as they looked at first glance. So I'm going to run you through how to decide if a vacation package is the right fit for you. Because we all know that these vacation deals are designed to be attractive. They're designed to grab your attention with a great price or some amazing amazing activities or places to stay. But what looks good at first glance might not be the vacation of your dreams. So step one. Determine what attracted you to the deal. They're often marked um, as all-inclusive, but there's always additional costs to these kind of deals, or they're mostly always. I've, I've I've not come across one that doesn't have some sort of upsell or additional costs or things that you might not have noticed. So if you were attracted by the price, um, The cheap Ireland vacations especially may not be the best deal. And as you break down the package as we go through these steps, you're going to be able to spot that right away. If you were attracted by the accommodations, a bit of research into the package is going to reveal more about that lodging. If you were attracted by the images or the description, dig into the details and see if those places are actually included in the itinerary or if they're just a suggestion of something you can maybe see if you want to, or they may not be anywhere near the, um, the actual itinerary of the tour. And also, when you're going through everything, keep in mind that appeal. 
So as you're digging through all of the information that follows, remember what attracted you to this deal. Because if that falls apart, you're not going to get the vacation that you initially thought you were. Step number two, check the terms of the vacation package. You need to review everything that is included. And that, you know, that means reviewing the flights and the hotels um, or the B&Bs, how you're getting around. Basically determine how much is actually included in that price and what you're going to have to pay extra for. Most vacation packages, when they come into your inbox, show the lowest priced dates, but there are flexible dates. So if the dates can be changed to dates that appeal to you more or dates that are better for you to travel, how does that alter the price? And then also, how is it priced? Um, vacation packages are usually priced based on two people sharing, so based on a couple. So if you have a larger group of people, are you all going to be accommodated the same way? Is that going to be feasible? Is it going to alter your transportation costs depending on how uh, the transportation will work with that package? And if you're a solo traveler, are there going to be single person costs that you're going to have to add in? Make sure that you're reading the terms and conditions. Know the cancellation policy. Know if you're going to need trip insurance. And if you do, don't purchase the travel insurance that is offered with the package without doing really, really good research on it because most of those insurance policies actually aren't going to help you all that much. And as always, I have resources in the show notes. You'll want to read more about buying travel insurance on the link in the notes. And then most importantly, with any vacation package, who do you contact if you encounter a problem? because the, the company that you book your trip through is technically your travel agent. They are your first point of contact if a flight cancels, if your accommodation is overbooked, if your transportation doesn't show up or you can't get the car, that's who you have to contact. And if you don't have the information to get a hold of somebody, you're kind of on your own. I understand that step number two isn't really a very fun step, but it is probably the most important step to make sure that you're not going to have buyer's regret after you get that vacation package. Okay, so you've determined that um, all that information in the terms and conditions, it's good. It's good to go. Let's move on to step number three. Where does this vacation package take you? Now, some vacation packages have a set itinerary and they take you, um, you know, from town to town, hotel to hotel. If that's the case, does it go where you want to visit? Or is it going to leave you in the middle of the country away from those sites that you've always wanted to see? If the package does not have a set itinerary, but maybe gives you a book of B&Bs to choose from, do you know what you want to see and do? Because let me tell you, when you get that booklet of B&Bs, it's kind of overwhelming. That was my very first trip to Ireland was a trip like that. Um, obviously, I loved it, but choosing the B&Bs was a little overwhelming. And I actually um, kind of went by the seat of my pants. It was 20 some years ago now, and it was a little bit easier to not plan. 
but I just relied on B&B owners to help me choose my B&Bs as I went. And unfortunately, that just isn't something you can do anymore. So you need to have a good idea of where you want to go, what you want to see, and what you want to do. And I can help with that. Um, Ireland Family Vacations has free itineraries for you to base your trips on. I offer vacation coaching calls and also bespoke Ireland itinerary uh, creation. And if you book a vacation package that has B&Bs and a car, I can still help you create a perfect itinerary for your trip. So where does the package take you? Or do you get to kind of plan your own trip? And that is step number three. And that leads us into the next step, which is review your transportation. And this covers everything from your flights leaving, you know, leaving your base to your flights coming home and everything in between. So where do your flights depart from on your initial trip? If that, you know, a lot of packages will say Boston or New York. Well, if you're not in that area and you change that flight, how much is that going to alter the cost? Or if you choose to utilize the flight that is included in the package, how much is it going to cost you to get to that airport? So make sure you're adding those in as you kind of work up the tally. Also, many packages, if you're a frequent flyer, they don't allow you to accrue frequent flyer points, and you're not probably going to be able to utilize those frequent frequent flyer points. So if you are a frequent flyer and you like to get those points, um, know that you're probably not going to be able to use those in any way, shape, or form unless the package is actually through your airline of choice. Um, when you get to Ireland, is your car rental included? If so, be aware that in most cases, you will have to pay for insurance either through the package or upon arrival in Ireland, and that's gonna cost you a few hundred euro. So make sure you have an idea of what your car rental is going to cost over and above, and then you also have um, petrol as you drive. So make sure you go through and read everything you need to know about car rental in Ireland, paying a special attention to step number six. And again, that is linked in the show notes. And if you're over 70, also check out car rental in Ireland over 70, the myths and the truths about if you can rent a car over 70, because you can. Um, now, if you are not driving, but you are being transported either on a bus or maybe you have a rail package, know how that works. Now, if you're on like a bus tour, you're probably going to have it very easy. Somebody will meet you there and you'll load on a bus and your transportation is taken care of. But know that gratuities will be expected at the end of the tour that is not included in your tour package. If you are on a train tour, know the trains don't actually go a lot of places in Ireland. They go out from Dublin and they go to some of the major points, but then beyond that, you are going to be on your own to get to the things you want to see. So if you want to see the Cliffs of Moher, the closest you're going to get to them is either Limerick or Galway, and then you need to either get on a tour to go or you need to hire a driver and go. So know exactly how you're going to get to the things that you want to see, especially if you are not in charge of your own transportation. 
And that brings us to our final step, which is the accommodations. Now what you need to look for as you're looking at the accommodations is whether you will be in one single location or will you be kind of switching accommodations through your trip? Is it a booked accommodation or is it something where you can decide how long you're staying in each place and move at your own pace? Now, if you are in a single location or a location that has been booked for you, you need to check the drive times to your first night's accommodation from the airport and your final night's lodging back to the airport because that two hour drive might not seem like a lot. Um, one of the most popular packages is the Villa package and that is based in Adair. Now, Adair is on the west side of Ireland. It is south of the Cliffs of Mohar, about an hour and 20 minutes or so and it is over two hours from Dublin Airport. So when you arrive at 5 a.m. and your accommodation is across the country and you're jet lagged, that is a long, long drive. And you really need to plan how you're going to get there and what you're going to do along the way because you will need to stop, you need to get out, you need to exercise and take in some air. And then on your way back, if you have a 9 a.m. flight and you need three hours before check-in, that's a 6 a.m. at the airport, which means you are leaving your accommodation at 3.30 or 4 a.m. So make sure you know where that, that last night's accommodation is because it might not quite work the way you think it will. Um, also, if the accommodations are set, are they near places that you want to see and visit? Because if they're not, you're going to spend time either trying to get to those places or you're not going to see the things that you've dreamed of seeing in Ireland. So make sure of that. If the package offers B&Bs, do your best to check the availability of the B&Bs that you might want to stay in um, before you book. Now, most of those packages utilize a website called B&B Ireland. So if you're looking at a package that includes B&Bs, kind of decide where you want to, you know, what you want to see, where you want to go, almost like you are creating your trip before you book. And take a look at the B&Bs that are available in that area and kind of just on that, on that website, you can see if there's availability for the dates you want or not. So do your, your research. It's going to take a little while to to really dig through that, but it's going to be worth it, especially if you see that the B&B you want isn't going to be available or all the B&Bs in an area are booked because it's a popular spot. Now, on packages offering hotel stays, check the hotel ratings. Um, and also check and see if the package lists an alternate hotel in case the first one isn't available. Go ahead and take a look at those. TripAdvisor is super easy to use for researching things like that. Just see what other people have said about the hotel. See if the amenities are up to your standard and if it's a hotel you would stay in if you were paying for it. And then also, a lot of packages will list resort activities. They'll say you could do a hawk walk or horseback riding, maybe a five-star dinner, or they might even include things like visit the Guinness Storehouse, go to the Cliffs of Moher. What you want to do is see if the things they're saying you can do are included in that package or if it's going to cost you additional money to do that. So make sure you're kind of looking at 
everything they're encompassing into that tour and just take note of the things that are going to be an extra charge. Now, as you've gone through these five steps, you're going to easily see if that package that attracted you is a great deal or if the tour maybe isn't the right fit for you. And again, you can download my free vacation package checklist and it's going to help you make all those notes that we I just went over and help you to understand if that's going to be a great deal, a great package, a great trip, or if it maybe isn't quite as great as it seemed up front. If a guided tour or a vacation package is something that appeals to you and you want to join an Ireland tour unlike any other, I would love to have you check out my Traveling in Ireland tours. My small group guided tours show you some of Ireland's most famous places and then they take you off the tourist trail to experience spots that most visitors to Ireland will never see. They are small group tours, we move at a very relaxed pace, and we have the ability to make changes based on guest input kind of as we go. Um, we have unique adventures that are in place for fall 2021 at the end of September, and I have two spots remaining on that. And then I have two tours set for 2022, one in the late spring and one in the early fall. So you can again get that information by visiting the show notes and take a look at the tours I offer. I would love to have you join me in Ireland. I want to thank you so much for listening to the Traveling in Ireland podcast today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Android. If you can't leave a review on your podcast app, go ahead and take a screenshot with your phone and leave a review on Instagram. Just tag me at Ireland Family Vacations with a few kind words, or you can leave a review on the Ireland Family Vacations Facebook page. If you have questions or comments, you can email me directly, Jody, J-O-D-Y, at IrelandFamilyVacations.com. Again, I want to thank you so much for listening, and until next time, Slanka Fall. <laughs>